Hey there, my beautiful overachieving business mamas. Welcome to the Moxie Movement, where we're tearing down myths and propelling women like you to success, both in business and at home. I'm Sarah Greener, your guide on this journey, because I've walked this tightrope too. And together, we're here to help redefine what success looks like. Dive in for real talk, actionable steps, and a community that gets the hustle of juggling motherhood, wife life, and that entrepreneurial drive. It's time for a little Moxie. One of the paradoxes of getting into business for yourself is part of the reason you do it is so that you don't have to answer to anyone anymore, so that you don't have a boss. You want to be your own boss. (laughs) But here's something I need to tell you. You probably need a boss in your business. You can't do this all by yourself. And sometimes you need the accountability. After being in business for so long, I really relish the moments where someone tells me what to do. And so no matter what level of business you're at, you probably need to find yourself a boss. What do you mean by that, Sarah? I'm the boss. I'm in charge. It's my business. I'm going to do what I want to do when I want to do it. And yeah, that's fun to begin with. But then you find that you are the only person that can make all of those decisions and if you're starting to build a team you're probably not just making all of those decisions for yourself you're making all of those decisions for other people too and think about that you are the decision maker all day every day it gets tiring after a while and my guess is you're probably doing all of that stuff at home too you're probably making all the decisions and being the boss in your home Now, I'm not all about that. You know that I'm not about you being the manager at home as well as the manager in your business, and I think you should fix that. But when you start to have a look at how much thinking you're having to do and how much decisions you're having to make every day, it's probably why you're so freaking exhausted. And I used to think it was ridiculous because I would go all day, I would do all the things, make all the decisions, I'd be changing up products and doing new marketing. I'd be talking about who we were going to hire and how we were going to hire and I'd do that all day and then I would get home and my husband would ask me, what would you like for dinner? So let's be really clear about this. I wasn't being asked to cook dinner. I wasn't being asked, should I, could I get up and help him cook dinner? I was being asked, what would I like for dinner? And that argument ensued over and over again because I just didn't have anything left to make another freaking decision and I was so tired and it hurt my brain and because I was tired I wasn't good at emotionally regulating and so Johnny used to get it really get it and it was so unfair and I did it over and over again I couldn't understand why I kept doing it until I learned about a thing called decision-making fatigue What is decision-making fatigue, I hear you ask? It's what happens when you make so many decisions that your brain defaults to the easy decision or the decision with the least number of consequences. They've studied it pretty extensively. One of the biggest studies they did was on parole boards. If you ever find yourself up in front of a parole board, you want to be the first person that comes up in the morning. If you're the first person that comes up in the morning, I think the stats said something like, you're, you have a 70% chance of going out on parole. 
After that, your chances are pretty close to none. And it's not because the parole board are being mean. It's not because the parole board are being lazy. It's just because there is a whole lot of factors to consider when you're letting someone out on parole. And the riskiest part of that is that they will be out in general population, out with everyone else. It's risky option is obvious to send them back into jail. And the first person that comes up, obviously they look at all the evidence, they consider all the options, and they make a decision based on that. And so when they are not tired, when the part of their brain that makes decisions is not tired, it, they're far more likely to be able to make the decision based on the evidence in front of them to let the person out. After that, it just goes down from there. And because it becomes a risky decision to put them out, the safest, easiest option is to keep people inside. And you do that in your business too. You make the easy decision, not the right decision. You won't stop making decisions. You'll just make an easy decision. It's also the part of the brain that is connected up to the willpower. If you find at night you get home after making all of these decisions in your business and you get home and you just can't stop at one chocolate biscuit or one chunk of chocolate, it's probably the fact that you're making way too many decisions every day and you need to reduce them. And having a boss really helps with that. When you were at a job and somebody told you what to do, it reduced the number of decisions you had to make and so it made things easier. Now, when you're in your own business, you're it, you're the boss, you have to make the decisions. And so you need to think about how can you do that in a creative way. So one of the things I do is I look for other places in my life where I can get a boss, where I don't have to think and I can just go and do what I've been told. One of those things that I struggled with for a long time was exercise, looking after myself physically. And I struggled because when I finished at the end of a work day, I then had to decide, should I go for a walk? Should I do some yoga? Should I go to the gym? There were all these decisions to make and I was just knackered. And the easiest decision was to sit on the couch and have a glass of wine and relax. Now, in the immediate time, that felt good. Long term, that obviously has some pretty negative consequences. And so I tried all sorts of things. I was like, I'll go to the gym and I'll get a program, but I get bored easily. And so I'd go to the gym and I'd do the program for kind of a week or two weeks or three weeks, and then I'd get bored and I'd stop going. And it became a battle the whole time to find something that I could do that didn't require me to make decisions. So then I was like, it's all right, I'll get a boss, I'll get a personal trainer. And that worked for a little while, right up until the personal trainer started asking this question when I would show up for my training. What do you want to do today? What do you feel like doing in the gym today? Which was totally not the point for me. I don't want to do what I feel like doing. I don't want to have to make this decision. I just want you to tell me what to do so I don't have to think. So I finally found my boss when it comes to my exercise and then I've joined a CrossFit gym. They do the workouts at the same time every day. I have to book in to go, so I have a commitment to someone else, and I don't have to think. I literally just show up there and I do what I'm told. Right down to, I even do what I'm told when it comes to what weight I need to pick up and lift. 
which means all of the decision making that used to have to go into should I get up at this time or not get up at this time is all gone for me because I now have a boss. The boss says these classes are at 5.30 a.m. Monday, Wednesday, Friday and you're just going to get up and go to those and do what you're told when you get there. So I had that boss for me. We also have a boss when it comes to our meals in our house. We order a meal subscription service and it just shows up every Tuesday with five meals in it and that's what we're going to eat. We're going to eat one of those five. So the only choice is which one of those five are you going to eat? And as a general rule, we just put them in order of what are the use by dates on the meat. <laughs> so someone else is making the decision for us and it's easy. And you can do the same thing in your business. Who can tell you what to do inside your business? So one of the things I dislike the most, although I'm getting much better at it, I am getting better with it, with age maybe, or practice, I'm not sure which, but I am getting better at it, is putting my face on videos and photos and putting them out on the internet. I find it so freaking hard. It's something that I will procrastinate on and procrastinate on as long as possible. So I leave things to the last minute. And then I found Kirsty. And Kirsty takes my photos and she makes my videos for my social media. And the reason it works is I don't have to think. So Kirsty knows what I talk about and my messaging and how I speak pretty well. And so she can come round to my house with a big long list of things that she wants to film this time round. We spend a day chatting and filming those videos. <laughs> And then they get done and I don't have to think, I just do what I'm told and it takes the pressure off. When I say I procrastinate about this is that Kirsty's actually sitting with me while we record this podcast because I procrastinated on it and she was like, I'll come around and sit and do my work while you do your work. And that's what it is to have a boss. I can't hold myself accountable to do those things because they're not things that I genuinely love to do. And Kirsty's got some work that she doesn't genuinely love to do, but if we can both sit here and hold each other accountable, we can get the work done. And where else can you do that in your business? I have it when it comes to Dolly, when it comes to putting things up in terms of loading up the free resources that I do inside our free community over at the Moxie Movement. I will leave those things to the last minute. So instead, I outsource that to Dolly, and now she tells me what she needs from me to make it happen. She's the boss in that instance, and I just do what I'm told. We also run a monthly workshop where you can come along and learn some of the strategies. And so we built out a system, and I gave it to Dolly, and she does it all. And she says, Sarah, you need to do, you need to record this. Or Sarah, you need to create this new workbook. She tells me what to do. So I don't have to think about it. I can take all of my creative power, all of my decision-making power into creating a great resource that actually solves the problem for my business owners that are inside the program or that are attending the workshop. I use my brain power for the things that actually matter in my business rather than just the, what should I do next? And we can also use technology to create a boss in our business. So we use it with a tool we call the Power Hour. So the Power Hour becomes our boss because we make all our decisions in one hour about how we're going to spend our time next week. And we stick it in the calendar. And then we get up on Monday morning, we just do what the calendar tells us. We don't think. 
I just get up and I go, okay, where am I supposed to be? What am I doing? Okay, that's what I'm doing at 9 o'clock. That's what I'm doing at 10.30. Oh, look, coaching call at 11 until 1. Oh, got to pick Scarlett up from school on a Monday. Okay, go and do that. Like, literally do what the calendar tells me. It's my boss. Right down to, I sometimes even put timers on that are my boss that say, you've got this long to do this thing, and then it must be done. So you can use other people to be your boss. You could use a system or a process like we do with the Power Hour to be your boss. And lastly, you could get some accountability. And you can either find yourself an accountability buddy, or you can find yourself in a community, a coach, a mentor, a person that will hold you to account, that will say, hey, you said you were going to do this, where is it? Because we will always do more for other people than when we do for ourselves. You might even find someone in your household that can help be a boss for you. Like Scarlett, when we were working on a quite a big project in my business, I told her that the reward for me doing that was that we were going to go up the river in Borneo and see the orangutans. And so she was like so bored in. She was such a boss when it came to that. She was like, Mom, how are you getting on with, insert the project that we're working on, because if you get it done, we can go and see the orangutans. And I was like, okay, cool. She's now holding me to account. I did not want to let her down. I was going to do way more for her than I ever was just from the ability to get the project finished inside my business. I wanted to kick off a goal, a financial goal inside my business not long ago. And so we set the target of going to dive with sharks in Hawaii. Not really on my bucket list. Although I have to say, having done it, it is incredible. And I highly recommend, even from someone who has been terrified of sharks for over 40 years, I highly recommend it. We told Scarlett that's what we we're going to go and do. And she would support me and coach me and ask me and check in on how we were going towards that target because she knew that when we had the target, this was the outcome we were going to get. So you can find a boss anywhere in your business, but I can tell you if you don't, if you do not get a boss in your life in some of those areas, and if you do not get a boss somewhere in your business, you are going to find yourself very tired and very exhausted from making all the decisions all the time. Decision making fatigue is a real thing and as a woman who's probably running most of the home and doing most of the mother load in terms of the parenting, we need to really think about how can we reduce that brain fatigue so that we can start to dive into our brains and use them at a really high level to create an amazing legacy for ourselves and the people that we love. And you can't do that if your brain's tired. Go get yourself a boss. I know you thought you were going to escape one, but I promise you it'll make things better. Because otherwise, you're just going to spend an awful lot of time working for the world's worst boss. And yes, I do mean you. Because I've been there too. Getting a boss is absolutely one of the key things you need to do if you want to become one of the glorious exceptions. I'm sharing the secret with you so you can. Because I want you and all of your business buddies to come through that door and be the glorious exceptions to those statistics. I don't want you working all the hours. I want you to have your time back and your weekends and your evenings and maybe even an extra day back to yourself so that you can hang out with the people you love and do the things you love.